what's up my golden souls whoop whoop <laughs> this is part two carry the load it is time to push yes so part one we talked about carrying the load being the sea bearer and mary was our divine and magnificent demonstration of that her great faith and how she set out on her journey uh when she conceived the seed in the name of jesus being jesus christ amen hallelujah so now part two is being that now she's preparing to push in the name of jesus she is about to give birth to this seed that god uh placed within her in the name of jesus so let's get right into it Woo! <laughs> okay so i'm going to be reading from matthew 1 18 through 25 and luke 2 1 through 7 so matthew 1 8 1 chapter 1 verse 18 through 25 this is how jesus the messiah was born his mother mary was engaged to be married to joseph but before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly. So he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of these occurred to fulfill, all of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet, through this prophecy. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. And when Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born. And Joseph named him Jesus. All right. Praise God. Luke uh, chapter two, verses one through seven goes like this. At that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius, Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was the descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled from there he traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. Praise God for the process. Thank you, God. So this was their process on um, them preparing for the birth of Jesus Christ. All throughout the time, she was carrying this seed in the name of Jesus. And now she is preparing to push. They had to go back to Bethlehem in Judea because uh, there is a census that needs to be taken. Um, I think it was annually. And so because Joseph was in the lineage of um, from the descendant of David, he needed to go back so that they can take the 
senses and Mary um, of course went with him because she was engaged to be married to Joseph so yes praise the Lord so let's go ahead and get it right into it Mary had conceived a holy seed that was about to come forth in the world for the prophecy to be fulfilled right so now I want you guys to just begin picturing things okay now as Joseph and Mary were traveling she went into labor uh, upon entering Bethlehem now Joseph he had been in search for a decent comfortable place for Mary to lie down and give birth to the Messiah however no one had room or space for her to even give birth to the seed to come into this world and yet it was time to push wow wow how many of us have been in this predicament where we try we're trying to find this comfortable place to set ourselves and to prepare ourselves to bring forth something into the world that God has called us and ordained us to do. And yet everywhere we're going, people are saying, there's no room for you. There's no room for you. There's no space for you. And yet you, you, you still have to push. It's time to push. It's time to push. What do you do in that circumstance? What do you do with that? How do you handle that? How do you respond to that? You know, do you take fight? Do you fight or flight? What do you do? And so now, the Bible does not state that Mary gave birth to her child in a born or form. So I honestly don't know where they got that form, where they got that from, that she gave birth in a born or form. Because I studied the these two scriptures, Matthew and Luke, and it does not state that she gave birth in a born. Okay. And I'm guessing a lot of people uh, think that because um, <clears throat> you read on down the line and said how <clears throat> something about animals and all that kind of stuff. So yeah but the bible didn't say that so anyway <laughs> the bible does not state that mary gave birth in a born right so however we can say it was in a place that she never thought it'll come to in order to give birth to the son of god she it was in a place that she never thought she'd have to be in you know but we do know that mary and joseph were far from where they were yet not close enough to where they needed to be Ooh, pray. Ooh, that's a word. That's a word. You, God has brought you afar from where you used to be, from where you used to stay, from where you used to live, from, from your old habitat. Yet you're still traveling and you're close. You're close. But you're not where you need to be yet. But yet it's time to push. It's time to, it's time to deliver. It's time to, time to birth this seed but you're not exactly where you need to be <clears throat> wow praise god oh lord how many of us delay the process how many of us try to obstruct god's work remember we talked about in part one how unbelievers obstruct his work and draw from his hand some of us while in the in the midst of you know god ordering it's time to push it's time to birth that seed we begin to try and delay the process because we're not where we need to be Woo! we don't know where the birth took place in bethlehem maybe it was on a dusty road maybe it was an alley we don't know but we can imagine that it could have been very uncomfortable for mary an undesirable place unfavorable unpleasant but yet it was time for mary to push it was time for her to push whoa 
So get this, get this, because this is what this is just what was so powerful. That God had told Mary that she was highly favored. She was highly favored. And yet she had to bring the king into an unfavorable place because no one would take me in. I'm favored. God, you said I'm highly favored. I'm favored, Lord God. And yet, but yet nobody wanna take me in. Nobody wants to open their arms and welcome me and invite me in, Father. But yet I'm favored. And you telling me I have to sit down in this place that's unpleasant, that don't smell good and give birth in an unfavorable, uncomfortable and undesirable place. But I'm favored. Mm, my God. And then, mind you, she was favored. The angel Gabriel said that she was favored among women, not above women. She was favored among women, not above me, not above women, meaning you have something they don't have. You are carrying what others could not lift, even if they tried. You were graced. You were graced to fulfill the scripture and the prophecy by God. You were God's choice. You were God's choice. Mm, mm, mm. However, you still had to go through similar conditions as them the the other women the seed does not make you invisible to adversity oh the seed doesn't make you invisible to adversity the seed just gives you greater ability to withstand adversity and not fall when it passes by my god jesus lord have mercy Woo, that's powerful so mary she's preparing to push with every contraction with only Joseph by her side, there's no bed, there's no nurse, no doctor, no fancy machine to monitor her stress levels, how intense the contractions are, no no doctor to help her out, no friends or extended family for support. But it's time to push. Man, I admire Mary. I admire Mary because many of us carrying a seed this great, we wouldn't be able to to do it. Carrying a seed this mighty, there would be no way, no way that we that we could even could, could even fathom moving forward. But yet, we're gonna see how like man we we see how Mary does it. We're gonna see how Mary does it, because today it would be it would be different. Oh Lord, it'd be different. My God, the most admirable thing that stood out about Mary that I love so much and I admire about her is that one, she didn't even complain. Two, she had no intentions to prolong the arrival of the baby for her comfort. How many of us do that? We delay, we postpone, we stop the seed from coming. You know what I'm saying? Because we we need to be in our comfort zone. We need to be in a familiar place. Comfort, comfort and familiar and familiar and familiarity go hand in hand. So if it don't look familiar and if it's not comfortable, we ain't we're not birthing this seed. We're not gonna move forward with this seed. And I'll give you a prime example. If most of you watched Grey's Anatomy, Bailey was um, uh, uh, about to give birth to um, her child and her 
she had called her husband to let him know that she was going into that 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 she was going into labor about to deliver and that she needed him there well time passed and there was a car accident and they found out that the person that was in the accident was her husband so he was actually being treated there was no way that he could come in the room and so she up under no circumstances would give would lay down in that bed and give birth she wouldn't lay down to open her legs up to give birth and push out that seed because her comfort wasn't there because somebody that was familiar to her was not in that room to hold her hand and she kept saying i don't know if you guys remember she kept saying if my husband is not here with me i cannot do it if he ain't here to hold my hand to get me through i cannot do it wow wow because she wasn't she wasn't comfortable because the person that was supposed to be because the person that was supposed to have been there with her was not there there was no one familiar for her or comfortable in the name of Jesus my God and so she was willing to hold on tight and to delay that seed she didn't care what the risk would be she just knew that she wasn't about to bring forth something if she didn't benefit either oh my good Woo! lord have mercy god jesus mary was in pain she was uncomfortable she was favored yet in an unfavorable place but let me tell you something about mary she was ready and she was prepared to push y'all yes she was during the nine months, during that whole nine months of her journey, she carried Jesus. And we can just say, because the Bible doesn't state this either, but we can we can imagine for a moment or we can probably predict or given hypo, uh, a hypothesis that initially maybe they had a plan. Maybe they had everything mapped out. Maybe they had family and friends and all that kind of stuff. Maybe they had everything going on. Not knowing that God had a different plan than what they had mapped out. When there is an external force expecting you to do what it is you agreed to do, you begin to change. And through that change, you lose people. Matter of fact, let me say this. God gets rid of them for you. Because... Through that change, through that evolution, through that through that growth of you and that seed, depending on who you have around you and the comfort level you are in, that seed is at great risk and great danger. It can it won't be as effective because you're in your comfort place. You're in your comfort zone. You have people around you that won't challenge you. That won't push you to the next and greater heights. Mm, my God, Lord have mercy. So let me just direct this to you. Let me direct this to you. You've been pregnant for nine months, right? With this seed that God has given you. You've been pregnant for nine months and you carrying this, this baby, this seed with, with no worries, right? Because you mapped out a plan. Your support, your support system on lock. The house, is ba- the house is baby proofed. You screened your friends and your family prior to this baby. What I mean by screened is, it's just like, okay, who 
is going to, you know what I'm saying, be beneficial to the baby? Who deserves to be in this baby's presence and who does not? So you screen certain family members, you know, because you don't want your child, you know, uh, being in the midst and mingling with corrupt people, right? So you screening your family and friends prior to the baby coming because everybody don't deserve to be in the presence of the child. So you figure, you figure that you did all your work, right, to ensure that this birth goes just right, that this seed is going to be produced in the wonderful and most perfect environment, right? Right? Are you sure? Because it was just one thing, one thing that most of us don't do. Most thing, one thing that most of us don't consider, and it's that we don't consider God into our birthing plan. He's the one that gave us the seed. He's the one that spoke the word into us. He's the one that that created and established the covenant with us. He's the one that planted the seed. But yet we don't consider him in our birthing plan. We don't talk to him about what we would like to happen. And then to say, okay, God, what is, what is it that is for certain to happen? But let me tell you something. The baby's coming. The seed is coming. So you got to get ready to push now because the seed's coming. And so now you're in this predicament that you're in labor. And it's time for it's time for some of you to push this baby out. But your legs are so tightly squeezed that the Holy Spirit can't even get through. You closed up. You're clenched. It's like you have a contracture. They trying to open you up, but you just won't open. You won't lay down and give birth to what God has blessed you to conceive. Why? Why? Oh, because it's not my time. I'm not ready. No, Lord. I don't have that job I want yet. My family and friends ain't, we ain't on good terms yet, God. My friends gone, Lord. He said he'd be with me forever, Father God. I have nobody, Lord. Mm. Woe you. All the while, this was God's plan all along for it to just be you, the seed, and God. You, the seed, and God. You have to think about it. God, God establishes a covenant with you. And while this seed is growing, while the seed is growing, Throughout this transformation and the growth of the seed, people start to shed off and die off and, 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 and disappear and walk off on you and leave you and reject you and shut the door to you. It's for a reason. It's for a reason. Because God wants you to depend and rely on him. He gave you the seed. So when he gave you the seed, he expects you to look back at him, look back toward him. But we tend to, when he give us the seed, we tend to look back. We tend to look at, at the person next to us or, or behind us or in front of us. We tend to reach for somebody and say, help me. Get me through this. When, it, when we should be reaching up to say, God. You gave me the seed. You said that it will be prosperous. You said that I was favored. Help me, Lord. Get me through this, Father God. How can I endure without you, Lord? 
Mm, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. And God is telling you right now, God is saying to you right now, while you all clenched up down there trying to hold the seed in, God is saying that it's time for you to start that business. It's time for you to build that church. It's time for you to move to another state so that you can establish powerful connections in the name of Jesus. It's time for you to start building your ministry. It's time for you to start that school. I ain't say go to school. I said start that school. Somebody on here right now is a, is wanting to start start a school for young youth and children in the name of Jesus. It is time for you to start that book. It's time for you to write and produce that movie. It's time for you to get that degree and be the first one in your family to graduate with a master's or a doctorate, whatever. It's time for you to get that degree. It's time for you to raise up women that are break chains and walk through breakthroughs and kill demons and close the mouth of the haters. Baby, it's time for you to push. Are you ready? Are you ready? Mm, mm, mm. It's time for you to push, but are you ready? Lord have mercy, my God. Woo, Jesus. Thank you, my God. El Shade, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Whew, my God. He's saying it's time. It's time for you to open up for that seed to come. It's time to bring forth what I have called onto this earth. It's time. But yet you refuse because you don't have the money. You don't have the resources. You don't have the family or the people. You don't have the credibility. You don't have the reputation. You don't have the knowledge. You don't got you don't have the house or the car. You ain't got the man or the woman. But I'm here to tell you that God is more than enough. So push, baby. He provided the seed. And now the manifestation of that seed has come. It's time for it to manifest. It's time for that seed to come into fruition. It's time for it to be established. One thing I know though about delivering a baby is that if you refuse to push, if you try and delay and hold any longer, you risk the life and longevity of the seed and of yourself. Mm, mm, mm. I'm going to say it again. You risk the life and longevity of the seed and of yourself lord jesus god wants you to know that you've held up the process long enough you've delayed your blessings and prosperity long enough you are in pain baby you in pain when you hold in than when you push out you in more pain when you hold it in and when you say, I can wait, I can wait because it's not time yet. God said it's time and he said it's time to push. Start pushing. What's waiting to be birthed? What's waiting to be birthed will save lives, will give salvation, will give hope, will penetrate healing. It'll break curses. It'll do so much, so much. But you worried about other things. You worried about the people that left you. Baby, 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 baby. The seed that God gave you, he will have people flocking to you. You're going to forget all about the people that left you. You're going to forget about the people that forgot about you. Because your seed is going to birth solution and salvation and hope and love and healing, deliverance. Woo! Come on now. Come on now. Man, my God, Lord Jesus. What you're reluctant to push will give glory to God, y'all. It'll be a gift to many. 
what you're reluctant to push what what because you don't you see it as a as just this regular old seed you see it just as this regular old seed that god gave you but let me tell you something what it is you delaying and prolonging to push is holy it's holy because God gave it to you. So there's some holiness in there. It's some goodness in there. It's some divinity in there. There's some righteousness up in there. It's some power up in there. And you trying to keep it. Oh, Lord. Ooh, come on now. Don't be stingy with the seed now. Don't be stingy. Push that seed. Push the seed. Push the seed because God is your doctor. God is your nurse. God is your friend. He is your family. And he says, I am who I am. Now it's time to push. It's time to push. I admire Mary because Mary didn't hesitate. We don't know where they were, but we do know they they were not where they needed to be. So they were probably at midpoint. We don't know. But she pushed, baby, and she delivered that child. Because she believed in the power of God. She had surrendered. And I talked about that in part one. She had surrendered and she believed and she submitted herself willingly. So she knew God had her back. No matter who left, who rejected, who shut her out. Whoever said you ain't got room for me, it's okay because God got enough room for me. That's how Mary thought. Mary is a prime example of, of how we need to move forward when we are, when we have seeds planted in us, when God calls us to be the seed bearers. And when God says it's time to push, we need to be like her. It don't matter where you at push baby. Because I tell you the truth, when the seed comes it will pull you to where you need to go. Hallelujah. It's going to pull you to where you need to go. It's going to push you into where it is that you're supposed to be. My God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I feel like I got another, another part. I know I said it was a two-part series, but I feel like I got another part. Lord, have mercy. When Now, because now the seed is out. Lord Jesus. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo! The seed is out. The seed is out. The seed is out. My God, the seed is out. And it's doing business. Praise the Lord. My God, so now the seed is out. Guess what? The enemy going to try and kill your seed. Just like the King Herod, when he heard that there was a king that was born, tried to kill the seed. And I'm here to tell you, water the seed. Kill the weed. Herod was a weed and there's going to be many weeds that's going to come before you. There's going to be many weeds that's going to come and surround you because they know what you got and they're going to try and choke it out. Let me be quiet because God just spoke to me to go ahead and add another part to this. So I'm going to do that. Praise the Lord. This was this is part two. Carry the load. Carry the load. My God, carry the load. It's time to push. Part three is going to be carry the load. Water water the seed kill the weed mm, mm, mm. that's part three i did that god you you did this at the last minute lord have mercy but it's okay it's okay do we got some marys out there we got to we we need the we need to be like mary have strength and have faith like her be ready like her man she was faith she was a favorite she was favored among women she was favored she had 
high grace. She was God's chosen. And yet she delivered in places that you wouldn't that you wouldn't fathom she she deserved to be, you know? So I thank y'all for listening. I love each and every one of y'all. I pray that you receive something from this. And hopefully you're going to listen to part three because part three going to be something else, baby. Yeah. Um, all right. I love each and every single one of you. May God bless you. And those of you that are in the season of bearing that seed, have the faith. Have the faith. Be it unto you that you be the servant of the Lord. Be it unto you, seed bearers, keep keep carrying that seed. And those of you where God is telling you it's time to push, you in a season where it's time to push, don't worry about, don't worry about because you're not there yet. Don't worry about, don't worry about that stuff. God got you. It's time to push. It's time to give birth to the seed that God planted inside of you. I love all of you guys. And now because you've given birth, it's time for you to cover your seed. It's time for you to water your seed. So please listen to part three. I think I'm just put a, yeah, this is going to be just a bonus, a bonus. uh, Yeah, it's going to be a bonus. So yeah, I love you. Be strong, be courageous, be golden. Love you guys.